This podcast is brought to you by Reynolds & Reynolds, the industry leader in automotive technology. Reynolds has turned the page to what's next by making it possible for you to retail anywhere. Discover your next chapter at reyrey.com slash me. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash me. Welcome to Daily Drive for Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. I'm Jake Neer in for Jamie Butters, who's on the road to Chicago for the auto show there this week. And I'm Kellen Walker. Today on the show, a white hat hacker breaches Toyota's supplier portal. Subaru unveils ambitious EV plans as profits soar. And VW misses its 2022 cash target amid supply chain woes. Plus, a conversation with American Honda's incoming sales chief, Mamadou Diallo. I love actually interacting with dealers. You'll find that out uh, as you uh, get to know me a little better that uh, this is where I'm actually the most comfortable. Let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. The auto industry was on President Joe Biden's list of shout-outs and victory laps during his second State of the Union speech last night. He touted major legislative wins designed to boost U.S. production of semiconductors, electric vehicles, batteries, and more. We're going to make sure the supply chain for America begins in America. The supply chain begins in America. Biden presented his State of the Union to a divided Congress with a new Republican majority in the House of Representatives and his Democratic Party controlling the Senate. As the U.S. emerges from the COVID-19 pandemic, the president and Congress also face another pressing challenge of reaching a debt limit deal, as well as lingering concerns ranging from Russia's war in Ukraine to ongoing tensions with China. Toyota says it has fixed vulnerabilities in its global supplier management web portal. That's after it got word that a white hat hacker had breached the system. 29-year-old Florida hack hobbyist Eaton Zavir gained access to 14,000 corporate email accounts, associated confidential documents, projects, supplier rankings, comments, and other information. Zavir notified Toyota of the breach in November, and it was quickly closed. He's part of a cadre of white hack hackers or ethical hackers who go searching for vulnerabilities in hopes of a reward. Although Toyota appreciated his security research, Zavir tells us at Automotive News that he did not collect the reward he anticipated. He said, quote, while recognition is always appreciated, if you don't offer money, it might be more appealing for hackers to sell their exploits on the black market. Subaru says it will ramp up its electric offerings in the critical U.S. market to include several EVs by 2025. That's as it shifts development focus to the segment. Executives say the rollout will lean on Subaru's partnership with Toyota and be further amplified by the expansion of the company's hybrid models. Subaru previewed its EV roadmap while announcing a quadrupling of operating profit in the fiscal third quarter. It saw increased production, higher sales, and foreign exchange rate gains. Operating profits soared to over $780 million in the three-month period, up from about $170 million the year before. Volkswagen Group missed its cash flow target for 2022. That's after supply chain and logistic disruptions in recent months left the company with unsold vehicles. The automaker reported preliminary cash flow of around $5 billion for 2022, falling well below its target of more than $8 billion. VW's problems are similar to those of other European car makers 
that have seen unsold finished goods and raw materials piling up. Stellantis said in November that freight problems were making it hard to get cars to dealers. Meanwhile, Penske Automotive Group's fourth quarter net income dipped. The auto retail faced lower average gross profits for each new and used vehicle sold. It also got hit by foreign currency exchange. On the bright side, higher new vehicle sales helped it reach record fourth quarter revenue. Penske reported Wednesday that net income declined more than 4% to just under $300 million. Revenue for the quarter climbed 11% to $7 billion. And those are today's headlines. Coming up, we'll hear from the guy who will soon serve as American Honda's new sales chief, Mamadou Diallo. That's next on Daily Drive. Reynolds & Reynolds recently announced a new logo and brand image to better reflect the company it is today and its vision for the future. Hear what Chris Walsh, president of Reynolds & Reynolds, has to say about Reynolds' rebrand and the next chapter. I think, you know, if you look back, it really started, you know, probably two years ago with a new leadership team in place and the decision to kind of look at how we can be a better company and how we can better serve our customers and how we can help them be more successful. But it's really accelerated the last, you know, 12 months. This is a commitment to a new kind of company in my eyes and a new way of kind of cohabitating in the industry, helping our customers be more successful. And, uh, you know, the marketing side of this is, I mean, it's certainly important to help to have a marketing organization that, you know, kind of takes your messages and makes them concise and, and impactful and, and broadcast that to the world. That's certainly a critical part you know, of what we're doing. But this is not a marketing program. This is, you know, a company-wide initiative you know, to better serve the industry and to, you know, help us get to the next chapter uh, in automotive. Visit rayray.com slash me to learn more about Reynolds' vision for the future and discover your next chapter. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash me. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jake Neer with Kellen Walker. American Honda will soon have a big change at the top of its sales team. Executive Vice President of National Operations Dave Gardner has had a 34-year run with the Japanese automaker, serving most of that time in management roles at Honda Canada. He'll retire on April 1st. Stepping into the top sales role will be Mamadou Diallo, Vice President of Auto Sales over Honda and Acura. He'll take over a portion of Gardner's responsibilities. The balance of duties will be divvied up among other executives. Diallo's new role will include full oversight of sales for Honda and Acura, sales planning, logistics, and sales strategy, as well as a new product communication division. Automotive News reporter Carly Schaffner caught up with Diallo at the NADA show in Dallas recently. Here's their conversation. As we've reported, you will be stepping into Dave Gardner's role, at least to, to take over a portion of his responsibilities for sales for American Honda. And now you'll be really, truly on the front lines of the business with the dealers. So we just wanted to get to know you a little bit better, um, starting with where are you from? Oh, well, I'm originally from Mali, West Africa, but uh, I've been living in the country for a while. I went to school here, Washington, D.C. area, and uh, the bulk of my career has been with Honda and Acura. So I think uh, most of the dealers, although you're saying frontline, the bulk of my career was on the field front side. Frontline, yeah. Frontline, so <laughs> uh, over the years I've crossed paths with many dealers, and I'm excited to 
continue our collaboration and go through this transformation of our business together. Yes, and um, Dave Gardner actually said to me during an interview that he was very happy about some of the, the transformation the company was undergoing, including moving some of its younger leadership to the front and because of the existing relationships with dealer networks. So. So that makes a lot of sense. And and since about 2017, you've had a quite a fast rise through the ranks of Honda. Can you tell me a little bit about some of the new thinking that you're bringing as you step into the role? Well, I think, uh, you know, the opportunity I've had to work with the Acura dealers for such a long time uh, really prepared me uh, for maybe getting some uh, exposure and also input to different uh, business units. You know, we all went through the pandemic together. I think that was a big uh, challenge for all of us. And uh, Dave really, through his leadership and uh, some of the execution uh, we did during that time, we were able to work with our dealers to go through that, not only that time, but also deal with some of the supply uh, challenges uh, that we had. And at the time, I worked in auto operation as you can imagine, it was uh, really baptism by fire. Mm -hmm. uh, and those are all experiences that truly, I believe, helped me overall now that as we go into this bigger level of transformation, going into uh, uh, the role I'm going into. Do you plan to go out and meet all, with all of the dealers? I am always uh, open to travel to meet with uh, our partners. I love actually interacting with dealers, uh, so you'll find that out uh, as you uh, get to know me a little better, that uh, this is where I'm actually the most comfortable with. It's okay. with the dealers. Good. Well, good fit then. Yes, absolutely. What can we expect from American Honda in terms of production in 2023? So going into 2023, we feel bullish. Uh, our plan is to build around 1.3 million units. And, uh, you know, looking at the sales growth of about 20 to 25 percent. Okay. And what does that mean for both Honda and Acura in terms of volume? Well, in terms of volume, Honda, it's going to be roughly 1.1 to 1.2 million units. And Acura, uh, 160,000 units is uh, our target uh, going into 2023. And despite the frustration with last year, Honda had a huge rollout of all of its, not all core models, we're still waiting on one, but um, most of its core models, including the CRV, HRV, and New Accord, and Pilot. Um, what can we expect in terms of product for 2023? Well, it's exciting. 2023, really, uh, Accords are just starting to arrive at dealerships now. And also uh, seeing an updated uh, Ridgeline at the end of the year. And okay. uh, we're also uh, working on plans to uh, launch our Civic in 2024. The Civic Hybrid. Civic Hybrid. And in terms of electric vehicles, both brands also have a crossover coming out. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, uh, we just discussed this with our dealer body. Obviously, we're in uh, preparation phases. Uh, these would be our first BEV models. You know, the pre-sale activities will start for Acura uh, later this summer. Also, we'll be taking orders on the Honda Prologue uh, later on. So, um, certainly exciting times. 
for these two models. Also, Acura has been working to digitize the transaction process. How will that uh, work in lockstep with the, the ZDX launch? Well, the ZDX is the first uh, model that is going to basically 100% utilize that omni-channel to basically sell. Part of that is ensuring that uh, we're addressing any sort of customer convenience. So whether they want to start that transaction um, you know, in their living room or they actually want to go to the dealership, so the transaction will be initiated and handled in a digital manner. But at the end of the day, the dealers will still be involved with that, and we're working out some of the final details in terms okay. of uh, the overall process. But uh, 100% of BEV sales will be done using that channel. Okay, and starting with the ZDX. Correct. Okay, great. All right, great well, thank you so much. Thank you. Mamadou Diallo is vice president of auto sales over Honda and Acura. On April 1st, he'll become American Honda's new sales chief. Diallo spoke with our own Carly Schaffner. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jake Neer, in for Jamie Butters. And I'm Kellen Walker. Thanks to our own Audrey LaForce, Karin Dingra, Hans Grimo, Naoto Akamura, and Jack Walsworth for their help on today's podcast. Get the latest news on executive moves, earnings results, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. If you enjoy the podcast, remember to like, leave a review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.